0: Super cool!
1: Hey everyone, before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about our merch store on Threadless. Shop a wide variety of logos with multiple colors and sizes available for each design. Your support is greatly appreciated and helps us continue to make killer content like this episode. Please visit supercoolradio.threadless.com or the link in the description to shop now. Hello everyone i am matthew thomas you're watching this is a super cool radio got a very very special guest with me at this time here at a super secret location the lawyer said i am not able to disclose
0: at this time please welcome nick bliss hi very nice to see you i, I, think I well i
1: just saw you for the smile and empty soul show so now it's uh, nice to uh, do this interview Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a tongue twister every time I tell people, hey, you going to the Smile
1: Empty Shoal? Yeah. Smile Empty show Smile Empty Soul Show? It it is, there's a lot of enunciation. (laughs) I don't think I even did it right. Maybe I did, I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, as I said, a little bit of a different, uh, yes, obviously I know you, you are a musician, but I know you're also a photographer, videographer. Uh, you do a lot of different stuff.
2: Yes. It's, uh... Part of my uh, ADHD. <laughs> I am very uh, obsessive over hobbies and new things. Always have to pick something new up.
1: You know. I, I I do I do know what you mean, but I mean you're into a lot of cool stuff. Obviously, there's music, there's skateboarding, there's photography, uh, a lot of different stuff for you. A yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so before we really get into everything, I'm going to hit you with the hard question to start this interview because I'm the host I can do that.
0: Give it to me hard. Uh, what is What is uh, the best concert you have been to? Ah, see?: Well, It had to be. Has to be... Mm. Hold on. Um, can I name a few? <laughs> <laughs>
2: At your interview, you can break the rules. Because, um, you know, like, Sum 41 is always amazing, but so is Papa Roach. Um,
0: but so is... Shit. (laughs) Um,
2: There's other people that I love seeing, and every time I see them, it's a blast. I'm just going to say Autumn Academy is the best show I've ever seen. No bias. (laughs) No, I can't think of any. They're all freaking awesome. Um, But, I mean... The shows that you go crazy at are the funnest, like Papa Roach, where you can just scream the lyrics and dance the entire show. Yeah,
1: yeah no, I, I know what you mean with that, with that explanation. But uh, yeah, no, I, I feel you. Like if it's the music that you can get into, you scream the lyrics back, you can move around. Like uh, Sum 41, great uh, concert. I've only seen them once uh, back in December of 2019. But uh, they can throw down.
2: Yes, yes. Oh, you know what? The most epic show I've ever been to is Baxter Boys. Couple weeks, couple months was it? How long? it was like? a Couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. It was, I was a good expecting time. That eighteen thousand people, and we were up front. Where were we at? In the pit, uh, some venue in Ohio. I don't remember. Okay, but it was in the middle of nowhere, and. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was epic. Were people getting into it? Yeah,
1: I was getting into it. I was drunk, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was, out of all the answers, I was not expecting that one. Dude, go Say, this see is Baxter why I do Boys. interviews. Yeah, you never know what kind of answer you're going to get. Go see Baxter
0: Boys. If you like Metallica, they're very similar to Metallica. <laughs> you sure about that? I think. okay well go find out then and, and let nick know so for you uh how'd you get into photography uh i think i've always been
2: interested in cameras but uh i never really cared about cameras until like 20 it's on my instagram when i got my first camera i don't remember if it's 2017 i think it was 2017 2017, July, my friend's like, dude, get a camera. It's my friend Gage, Gage Craft. He's a, he's a baller. He's an awesome artist. He did the artist for the little uh, local artist oh, nice. demo that we were handing out on tour. I, did, I, I do like the, the artwork. It looked really yeah, sick. He is awesome. Go check him out, Gage Craft. Um, but anyways, he kind of motivated me to start doing photography. And uh, so... I was blowing up his, you know, inbox on getting details on what kind of camera I should get. And so I got a camera
0: and then I started learning and that's it. (laughs) Started shooting photos at shows
2: because, you know, I go to shows and then that's where I feel the most comfortable. And it's where I had fun and started making okay photos.
1: Yeah, now you, well, I, I would say nowadays you make uh, very good photos that are above okay. I, I would say they're about the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw some for the Rock for vets. They look pretty good. Yeah, well, thank you, thank you.
2: I, I, yeah, I have fun. I put I put a lot of passion in my photos.
1: I can I can definitely tell with um, you, you capture some really cool ones. Like I, I don't know if anyone sees the photos I post for the shows I go to. I um, I feel like I just get lucky with some of them. Um, we're like, I wasn't planning on capturing that, but it worked. <laughs> I think that's what I do too. <laughs> I mean, I shoot like,
2: uh, well, I guess 10 photos a minute. Uh, usually around, if it's like a 40 minute set, I'll shoot about 400 photos. Wow. So out of those 400, I keep, you know, maybe 10, 20, sometimes 40. Usually, sometimes I'll do 10%, but. Usually I try to narrow it down so I'm not posting 40 photos of a band.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, I'm the, I delete a lot of the photos I take because they're either blurry or someone, someone doesn't look good or whatever. So that's what people tell me about like photography. You don't keep like very money that you take. <laughs> Everybody is. Uh, I've had a lot of people that are like, I look ugly in that photo. Can you
0: delete it? Can you take a different one? I'm ugly. <laughs> a lot of people. It's like, I can't, I can't (laughs) fix that in photos. I mean, the Photoshop
1: will gets you so far. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, I really like the photos you take and you have, you have a cool watermark too. So
2: thank you. That's my signature. I was, I spent hours signing something and practicing and then I eventually got to the right logo or the right signature that i wanted to use and then that's
1: how it happened turned out to be this yeah yeah see also does this call in the dark yes okay that's what i thought because i put it on my nightstand and then i, was, I shut the lights off and go to bed i'll go that glows in the dark that's pretty I sick actually put radioactive crap on that so oh the, it yeah it went home. to the nuclear waste dump yeah <laughs> it's trying to kill you uh, yeah, Well. <laughs> You're the only one. You're the only one so far. If anyone wants to rival Nick with that, go for it. <laughs> Please don't. I need my brake lines for my car, by the way. Don't release this footage. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. I, I, we went from photography to uh, uh, attempted murder pretty quick. Uh, anyway, but yes. Uh, so for you, what was like the most difficult thing to learn for for, for photography? It's always
2: lighting. Lighting is difficult. Lighting is still difficult.
1: But yeah, for the lighting for this was more than what I thought it would
2: be. My apartment is a little dark, so I had to get out one of my lights and I don't know how to use lights.
1: (laughs) No, the super secret location is what you should have said.
2: Yeah. This super secret location is very dark. Yeah, we're we're off the map. Yeah. The the map just ended. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think lighting would be one of the most difficult things. Um, I don't even really try with composition. I just kind of do whatever, and I guess it, it works for me. And if it's not right, <laughs> then
1: whatever, because it's my photo. <laughs> so that, That's it's good to me.: <laughs> uh, that, that is true. Um, uh, do you like edit the photos or change like, the, the lighting or like, stuff like that yes. for us? Uh A lot.
2: um sometimes i have to select the subject brighten the subject and darken the background just so that the subject pops um i do a lot of brightening on the shadows and darkening with the highlights just so i have more of a dynamic range in my photos it's not just blown out and then dark shadows i like to have a nice even tone so everything you can see the details um but
1: yeah well i noticed that because um I don't know if you remember. It was, it was at the let's see. It was at the Alma show back in March. Uh, you took a photo of me and Frank, and it turned out super dark. Yes. Then you posted, it and I was like, "Oh, you could see us." It, it was like really dark. Like you showed me the, the original of it, and I, showed, I saw the one you posted. And I go, "Oh, that looked really good." That's how. Yeah. Don't ever look at the back of my camera
2: because I always take terrible photos, and Lightroom saves me. Um, but uh, yeah, Lightroom is the boss you know it's uh that's that's saved me a lot of times uh, and having an awesome low light camera you know like a sony a7 III that's like the best low light camera you can get right now so that's good advice
1: yeah a lot of good advice
2: yeah I don't know about the 4 the 4 might be better now but
1: but well, I think someone could try it out and let us know backtrack us on that yeah
2: yeah please <laughs> so I can upgrade possibly <laughs>
1: No, I did want to talk about since you are very active in the scene, like as we were talking about, you take photos, and like I, I see quite a few shows. Um, how did you first get started, like in the music scene in South Bend? Um, so I was in a band
2: back in the day when I was like 15, 15 14 years old. We would do band practice, and my brother or my brother and my cousin Cody, my brother Tony, my cousin Cody. We would uh, rock out in our trailer, in the trailer park. And uh, I wanted to be part of it. Cody played guitar. My brother played drums in this trailer. It was really loud. And so I just started screaming stuff, just random stuff. And uh, we became this really grungy, crappy punk rock band. And uh, it was called Breakfast with Dr. Hubert. And (laughs) That's a solid name. Yeah. And then we uh, started getting a little more serious, you know. Had to be tough because we became metal and uh, we called it. My brother loved to run over roadkill and splatter it all over the place. So we called our band Nocturnal Nightmare. <laughs> and <laughs> another solid name. Yeah. And so we played a few shows with that name. And that was uh, back in the day when the post was open and the underground and all that stuff. And then we uh, changed our name again to henrietta and that's what we stuck to and um we played shows at all kinds of venues my brother opened up a venue called the refuge and i was a big hand in helping with you know everything you know set up tear down uh same with that the loft the loft was like our home and we would we had a big part in like you know helping out there so ever since then we've just been big in music and you know Uh, my mom is huge in music and so she kind of pushed that onto us and then didn't push it past it onto us and then
1: yeah that's really cool I didn't know um, like well how young you started with with the band and stuff but also uh, you know uh, being a part with those venues as well I didn't really know any of that I know you did mention uh, you know Henrietta last time I saw you with uh, releasing music in 2020
0: yeah yeah
1: so how did that come
2: about uh well we everybody had been asking us to put out some new music so we uh we're just messing around and we uh got together and we we grabbed brian kelso one of our friends um and he helped record it and uh so it was cameron cody tony and brian and i we all rocked out and put out one song. (laughs) One song. And that was on New Year's Day, twenty twenty. Um It's new music. Yeah. I think we were bored from COVID or something. And so we're like, oh yeah, let's put out music. I mean we've got like seven other songs that are the audio track is recorded, the the music is, but um I haven't done vocals and I haven't written lyrics, so that's uh that's what's holding us back. I'm kind of lazy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what, do, you, do you think Henrietta will release more new music maybe if I uh, find the time
2: to write lyrics or the will um, or both yeah and then that'd be fun because then if we put out an EP or something we might start playing shows again I
1: think that'd be really cool yeah it'd be real fun that definitely would be now uh kind of go back a little bit so I know you, you talked about um, the kind of the music scene when you first started with you know the law and the refuge and all that. Um, how did the, how has the music scene changed here in South Bend? Well, first, R- off, well obviously COVID decimated a lot of stuff. Yeah, but um, the biggest change is that churches
2: used to help local music, and um, we used to uh, there was a budget. Churches, you could you know you could afford to book bands and. Um, The music scene was huge at that time because you know it was a positive place for people to go of all ages. Now we just book shows at bars, Um, so it's twenty-one and up. You can't get the young kids out there that are a big part of the music scene. Um, But also, it's not really a positive environment. I mean, yes, the your friends and everything out there are positive or whatever, but it's not that positive environment that the parents are looking at, you know. And uh, I just feel like. Everything kind of fell apart um, around, like, 2013. You know, they, the big bands coming around. They don't book big bands anymore. and I don't know. It's uh, kind of sad. But uh, maybe it's just our local area.
1: Well, I, I do think there's a lot of factors involved. I mean, I've only been involved in it since, like, you know, late 2019. So I didn't really get too much of a taste of it pre-COVID. Mm. Um, but, you know, like, well, unfortunately there's not as many places to play but as you said with like booking the bars and stuff you don't get the younger generation in to enjoy the music because it's you know not all ages shows and i do think that that's you know a slight issue but also where do you play if there's not many venues yeah true so i I feel like that's the same for a, a lot of uh cities unfortunately smaller cities is that they lost a lot of their music venues yes yes so we'll, we'll see, hopefully uh, hopefully, some stuff changes around, but uh, right now, like, uh, music-wise, how would you describe the scene in South Bend? You saying, like, genre, or how good the
2: music is, or... Uh, I, I was going genre, but both... Okay. The music sucks. No, I'm just kidding. He just... doesn't mean it! <laughs> no, um... No, the music's good. Uh, the genre, I think, you know, it's 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 a, it's weird, but I I don't know if it's because I've kind of moved more towards the rock music scene, but uh, I think the rock music scene is actually taking off more now than the um, than it used to be because uh, it used to be metal and you know heavy music that took over everything, um, but also the electronic music is taking off. Uh, that's getting, that's getting up there right now.
1: It def- I, I've definitely seen, at least uh, lately, some more diversity in the music scene. Yeah. Because it was just like metal music, but now you got like, some rock bands, got some classic rock bands, as you said, with the electronic stuff. Um, and I think that it's cool that it's, it's more diverse now than compared to what it used to be.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's nice. It's nice for a uh, change of pace.
1: It, it definitely is and i i know i i ask people like who i interview you know, who i interview about their music scene so it's nice to actually get to talk about a little bit about the scene that we're in because we both live in the same area um but I, I do hope you know there's a lot of cool bands here and i do hope uh that uh, you know obviously the best for them but also we get some you know more place to play that will allow uh music
2: yeah yeah i mean there's a uh... There's an all ages venue in South uh Mishawaka South Bend area uh called the Well. I um, have oh, yeah, been there yep. all Mishawaka. Ages. Yeah. That that one's still kicking. Um they're still trying to do stuff and I hope that we can uh get a
1: few more all ages shows out there. I I I hope so too or just like um just more consistent, you know, shows happening more frequently. Yes. Uh, I know I know that's a problem like I uh it's so like every couple weeks there's a show, but nothing like, you know, like every weekend kind of thing. Yeah,
2: yeah, that'd be cool. I think that was the, uh, one of the big things with the music scene is everybody could look forward to that one day, you know, oh, hey, there's a show this day every week, and they always yep. knew. You know, so.
1: Yeah, it's fortunately a little, little bit different now, but obviously, again, we, we lost quite a few good venues. Yep. Um, and, uh, that, that and it doesn't help. And bands. Yeah. So that it hasn't helped too much, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, something I did really want to hit on for you. Uh, you had you the want op- to hit on me? I said four. <laughs> there was a four in there, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, you had the opportunity to tour with uh, a good friend's Autumn Academy when they toured with the Almas and Smile Empty Soul. Yes. How was that? that was awesome it was uh it was it was definitely an
2: awesome experience i would love to do it again um i
0: uh
2: yeah man like getting to see all the different music scenes all over the i guess i would say the eastern eastern half of the country um it was really cool you know you would think that like being stuck in a van with a bunch of people would be we would get on each other's nerves but we never did you know we were all good we got closer after that we uh, became homies like bros
1: they're really cool guys so i i wouldn't imagine there was you know much of an issue with them i they're, they're always cool so it's just cool to, to be able to do that uh tour with you know especially like a band is you know, like you know with their personalities probably a lot of fun
2: yeah the the one one issue i had was um i would wake up in the middle of the night and Andrew would be staring at me just standing over me and uh as he does that that was a little weird
1: um but uh other than that no one knows about that what did they do now <laughs> <laughs> see this is stuff you get on the uh super, uh, super cool radio we really get down to the nitty gritty yeah but no, uh for 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 you um what was your favorite moment from that tour? Probably
2: the moment that Cromer uh,
0: told me he loved me. No, no I... Uh, uh, you know... I can't point out just one favorite moment. I mean, yes,
2: there was, there was bad shows. There was shows where nobody showed up at all. But then there was shows where it was like an awesome turnout. But every show was awesome because everybody was awesome. All the bands were awesome. We got to meet a bunch of cool people. And I, I, I can't really point out a highlight because the whole thing was a highlight. Like, there was never a, a, a downside to it, you know? So, um, I, I mean, scenery was awesome. There was one point where we were driving through mountains and stuff. It was pretty epic. But, uh, yeah, I can't... I'm really bad at like just pointing out moments, just one single thing. I don't think I've ever answered any of your questions with just one single answer.
1: <laughs> that is true, but uh, I mean, it's also your interview. You can you can <laughs> you can pick as many moments as you want. Answer not the
2: question you asked me.
1: <laughs> it has it has happened. <laughs> I, I did I did ask someone uh, a question. And they just continued on without even point, you know, without even noticing I asked another question. Yeah, yeah. It happens. I, I know that it, it's a challenging question. Again, that's why I ask it. I'm the host. Yeah. You know, I get to ask these kind of questions. But no, uh I was very happy for all of you guys. You know, especially to tour with a band uh like Smile and Peace Soul and the Almas, both really awesome bands, really good people. Yes. And to, uh, you know, be with those bands on those tours that just sound like I, I was happy for everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was really you know, it was, it was really cool to... Uh, I'm, like, really happy we went on that tour because we got to meet some of the coolest people we know. Um, that's those guys in the Almas. And then, you know, Ty and Sean, super cool people. And I'm really happy to have them in my life now, you know, as, like, good friends, so...
1: Oh, definitely. And that, that's the cool stuff you get with, like, uh, you know, in music. Like, going on that tour, becoming friends with those awesome people that, you know, you still talk to, you still... Uh, in contact with that—that's the—that's the cool stuff. For for you, I know you could you went to many different venues on that tour. You've you've gone to many different festivals as well. What's like the most unique venue you've been to? Mm. The boom 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 boom
2: room. The boom boom room. Where the was boom, that? At? Boom, uh, is that what it's called? Yeah. It was in Louisiana, but that place was cool. I mean, it was a little little tiny bar with a little tiny stage and no lighting at all and um but the, the music scene there was super cool it was a super it was just cool vibes you know um they had a like a concrete uh quarter pipe curb thing outside that we were skateboarding on while we were waiting you know and setting up um that was that was dope um uh, I would say that would be one of the most unique ones we also went to um, the end, I think the end in Nashville, and that was dope. Like Paramore is played there, and it was like smaller than Cheers pub. It was a tiny venue. Um, yeah, and all these bands' names were written on the wall, and it was crazy, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, so there was that place. Um, when we were in Texas, there was this big ass venue. It was. Um, led screens all over the place huge huge led screens everywhere the stage was like uh, six feet tall um it was massive and uh we were like dude this show is gonna be epic uh but uh nobody showed up oh dang <laughs> yeah there is uh it was just the bands and the the crew um that's all that was there and wow. i think it was just because it was on a weekday um, and yeah. the venue was in the middle of nowhere. There was a bowl ring outside. That's pretty cool. They're, they they yeah. do, like rodeo and stuff outside. That was pretty cool.
1: They should advertise a rodeo with a concert. Yeah, right? Say. Yeah, I'd ride a bowl. Maybe. I'll try a mechanical one first. <laughs> for me, at least me personally. I don't like getting hurt. <laughs> I don't have insurance for that. But there's there just so many cool venues. I know I haven't really... I haven't gone outside the Midwest of only like Indiana, Illinois, Michigan, and uh, Ohio. But uh, I really like the Muse on Maine. I know it's closing down, unfortunately, but I just like the vibe there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know you, I, we went there for the, the Mike V show. Yeah. But uh, I just like that they have the projector on the back. Yeah. Which that, to me, that, that's really cool. So no, That was super cool how Mike V was just
2: turned around watching his skate videos. And he's like, I'm watching my life flash before my eyes literally <laughs> it was pretty cool that, that venue definitely has um that little bit of what was left of the old music scene and it's shutting down so that's um, yeah, unfortunately yeah. it, i definitely felt like a kid again at that venue super cool place yeah
1: they really captured the vibe uh of like what it used to be uh, you know, I, I'm going to last show just because I know that they treated me really good when I that was actually my first place I did a video interview at a venue oh
0: yeah
1: yeah that was back uh, like I think last you know, summer of last year so it it just got its own unique character you know obviously as we said it's closing down unfortunately but uh, while, they were, while they were still operating it was still they, 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 they knew what they wanted and uh, they created their own vibe for it
2: yeah definitely yeah I wish I would have spent more time
1: over there, um, only been there once. At least you made it out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I, I did like how you said you you might you might be going there, and then you show up with a Mike V uh, sign, uh, skateboard for him to sign. Uh, like you totally knew where you were going to go, but you told me maybe.
2: Yeah. Well, I didn't know actually. I. Um, so what happened was I was supposed to be at Rock for Vets on that day, but then um, everybody at work got COVID, so I had to go into work that day. So I had to go home, going to work. So basically, that whole period of time, I got like no sleep. Basically, uh, we went to see Corey Feldman um, at Pierre's. Oh, I'm you did that. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, got home at like three o'clock in the morning. Slept for like. We had to be up in at Liberty Mountain at ten thirty in the morning to meet up with Autumn Academy. Um, So we slept for like two hours and then drove for, what, four and a half hours or something like that. Um, Got up there late, um, shot photos all day. That was literally, I was so freaking tired. And I was trying to, because there was like 20 other photographers at that venue or that event, I had to try to beat them all to the punch, try to edit photos and post them immediately. So I shot the first band edited on, posted on before the band was done. And then I continued that throughout the rest of the night, which was very difficult because I couldn't stop moving. And then um, <laughs> after that, head straight home, took a few hours of sleep, woke up early, had to go to work. And then uh, headed out to Mike V. I was real sick at work. I got real sick that day.
1: I didn't know it was that jam packed with everything. Yeah, it it sucks. You you probably got a total of like four hours between three days. Yeah, it was stupid. It was dumb. (laughs) No, it was fun. Yeah, Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was totally
2: worth it. I got a hug from Corey Feldman. All right, that was was awesome. And then got to hang out with Mike V, which is awesome. Got to hang. uh, Well, I didn't get to hang out with. uh, Well, I hung out with the boys in Autumn Academy. That was dope. Um. yeah got to shoot photos of saving Abel and saliva it was pretty cool pretty fun time
1: De- definitely will... worth it see yeah. the lack of sleep is always worth it yeah most of the time
0: I don't know don't take my advice you'll sleep when you're dead <sighs> took a dark turn with that one uh, I don't know how to transition out of that thank you you're welcome <laughs>
1: but yes the mike v show totally awesome uh he is one of the realest dudes i've ever met he's a very cool guy if you get a chance to see mike v definitely take it no matter how many uh either no matter no matter how much lack of sleep you have
2: yes don't try to fight him he is a crazy fighter i
1: i wouldn't do that yeah even, even though um yeah, the story he had with uh, him and uh, John Cougar Mountain Camp was hilarious. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ask him about that story if you ever see him. He'd love to tell you about it. He definitely would. <laughs> All right, as a, as a wrap up this interview, we were, um, it were over thirty minutes because my phone screen turned off. I don't know. We'll see if you can answer this question. I know how you've been answering my questions lately. <laughs> what is one book, one movie, and one album everyone should check out in their lifetime? <laughs> Okay, well, for,
2: <laughs> I'm laughing because of books, because I haven't read a book since middle school. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say out of the five books I've read in my entire life, I definitely recommend you read the Tony Hawk autobiography or the Mutt Rodney Mullen autobiography. Pretty dope. Um, I've read the Tony Hawk one. It's good. The Tony Hawk one is awesome, and the Rodney Mullen one is just as good, and it's got pictures, which <laughs> that helps my favorite. And I love colored pictures. Um, what was the next one? One album. Album. Um,
0: Millennium by Backstreet Boys. No. <laughs> uh, um, you know... Hold on. I've got this. He definitely has this. I've got this. I know I've got an album that I love. Christine knows. It's my girlfriend off camera.
2: I've been looking over there because she knows these answers better than I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's what's a good album for me? I should have done like the dating game instead.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would. How that, well does she know you? Yeah, that, that <laughs> probably would have probably would have went better. Yeah. Um. Okay. So album. Um.
0: The, 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 you know I really like. I didn't think it was gonna be this difficult. I'm sorry. Um.
2: I love Shiny Toy Guns. I think that one album is We Are Pilots. I don't know album names, but that album is awesome. Um, and then, um, no, We
0: Are Pilots? Is that what it is? Hold on, I'm gonna cheat. We, we, we gotta verify this. It can't be We Are Pilots. See, I, I almost regret asking this question, but I nope. don't. We are Pilots.
2: Yeah, We Are Pilots. Okay. That, was a, that was a good one. Um, I mean, these are like nostalgic albums, like you know, the first ra- uh first um Imagine Dragons album, epic. Uh no more. N- no more Imagine Dragons, just the first album. Um uh which was uh Night Visions. And then uh AWOL Nation, uh Megalithic Symphony. Sim- symphony? Yeah. Yeah. That one's a good one. Um uh sorry I'm getting a few of them for you (laughs) Uh, i I expected it (laughs) yeah um there's um you know i no. no no i mean i love asking
0: alexandria but um oh almost here the academy is that's a good one that's a real good one i get
2: to see them this year which is a big oh you do big highlight of my year because i Thought I would never get to see them and I get to see them twice and in two days. Where at, at Riot Fest and then the nice. Riot Fest after show. Which is coming up. Yeah. Next weekend, I think. Nice. I was real bummed because those after show tickets got scooped up by scalpers and I managed to get a ticket for like sixty six bucks, which was dope. AF. Nice. And what's the next one? Uh one uh what was that? Oh, one movie. One movie, um, grind. It's free on YouTube. Check it out. It's a skateboarding movie. It's amazing. I've seen it about a hundred times at least. Um, grind. Um, the invisible.
0: <laughs> Here we go again.
2: <laughs> I was expecting more, so uh, that's all L- right. Lords of Dogtown. Uh, that is a good one. Yeah, Lords of Dogtown. That's a good. Yeah, you know, grind is good though because it's cheesy. It's really
0: bad. It's horrible. It's terrible, and I love it. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, yep. That's how you yeah. just went all skate. Yes, that was all. <laughs> that, that 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 was probably the
1: most difficult one. I want to ask. We'll be wrapping this up very soon, but uh, yeah, that, that was a new one. I pe- people struggle with that one because also I haven't really read too much book and too many books lately. Uh, I think like the last one I I read uh, like Dante's Inferno when I was like in high school. (laughs) I played the game. Uh, Does that line up with the
2: book? Uh, Probably not. That's what I thought. It might. It might be based off the
1: idea. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I never played it. I stuck to more like uh, racing games. Yeah, I was bigger than Driver. Yeah,
2: Driver was awesome.
1: My parents won't let me get a Grand Theft Auto.
2: Did you play the Driver where you hit the, the cars and they go flying through the air? Which one's that one? Oh, man, it was on the PC. It was like uh, real yeah. old. No, I did not play that one. Man. All I had was a PlayStation. It might have been on PlayStation. I have the first two. Oh, you know, it might have been Driver 2. Okay. You're really like driving and if you hit a car against a wall, it just sh- flies through the air. It's pretty epic. I'm gonna have to try that when I get home now. Yeah. Do it with a van because
1: it's really funny when you see a van flying. I don't... (laughs) See, now we're talking about video game glitches now. Yeah. Same. This this is stuff you need here on Super Cool Radio. Was it at least like 2000 or something? I think it was 2000. Oh, when that game came out? Yeah. Yeah. like 99, 2000. Yeah. See? 22-year-old video games. Game was ahead of its time, though. It was good. It still holds up. Yeah, uh, for practicing for driving in Chicago I was playing them yeah. <laughs> it didn't help they
2: say that you are a better driver if you're, you play a lot of racing games I don't know if it's because your reaction time is faster I think it's confidence it's the confidence yeah.
1: it's facial awareness oh uh, see that's a legit answer we were just talking about funny stuff it probably is that's pro- <laughs> probably what it is <laughs> I just like the confidence of, like, yeah, I could, if I can drive a van in real life, I could, or uh, in a video game, I could drive one in real life. This guy plays a lot of Grand Theft
0: Auto. Yeah, well, except don't, (laughs) don't, don't do any illegal stuff, though. Not endorsed
1: here on Super Cool Radio. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Nick, as I wrap up this interview, so what are your plans for the rest of this year and uh, also for 2023?
2: Um, the rest of this year i just got concerts like riot fest louder than life uh, muse uh oh i'm shooting a wedding i'm doing a video for a wedding nice i got brandon from autumn academy he's gonna be working with me on that one um i don't have really much other than concerts every other day um Just lots of concerts. Um, And then sometime, eventually, finding time to go to LA just to go check it out again. And um, St. Louis to go back to that city museum because that place is awesome. I don't know if you've ever been there.
1: I have not. I do want to go to St. Louis
2: eventually, but... If you go to St. Louis, you have to go to the city museum. And you won't regret it because it's the coolest thing in the world. Um... Right on, but uh, I don't. I don't have any plans at all. I literally. I don't even know what I'm doing for Halloween, which sucks.
1: You better. Uh, well, you got like six weeks. You better hurry up. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I hope you figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah of course. All right. Well, uh, you you have a, you have a lot of stuff going on. You have a lot of concerts. You have you have stuff. You. you oh, get- I think I'm filming a music video
2: for Autumn Academy this weekend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's something big uh, to so, uh, to, yeah, to say, yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, sounds good. I wish you the best of luck with everything, uh, and uh, I'll probably see you at another concert coming here pretty soon. Of course you will. I'll be there. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know which one, but I'll be there. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> I will be at a concert. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But Nick, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me here on Super Cool Radio. Always a great time, and... Uh, I, I had a good time chatting with you. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. For. I had a good time chatting with myself. No.
0: <laughs> hey, good I mean, i chatting the host. with the
1: <laughs> That's all right. Sorry, I interrupted you on your exit. That's. Uh, it's
2: totally okay. You never interrupt someone on there. Well, signing out. You're, you're the guest.
1: You can do whatever you want. Just don't hurt me.
2: Ryan Seacrest out.
1: No, <laughs> no I, I have a good one that I'm going to do, and hopefully you don't interrupt me. Okay, I'll, I'll leave it to you. For Nick Bliss of Nick Bliss, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching Listen to the Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty!